Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I'm talking with a a guy who has been on Loud and Local before, and a lot of acts that he's produced and and recorded has been on Loud and Local. Um, So welcome back to Loud and Local, Aaron Lanford. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Hanging in there. Still down in Tacoma, I can imagine, right? Yeah, I'm uh, at my home base, taking care of things while I can. Right on. The last time I believe uh, was you got you were in studio was with uh, your band that you used to play in called Low There. Uh, one of the first times you were on the show, I think, uh, was that the the <laughs> night that uh, I thought that there was a bunch of swearing on air and I had to go back and, and check. If, if I <laughs> if I recall, I think that might have been the first show that you picked up, um, and we were the first band you you had us on. I'm not really sure though. It was um, yeah, five years yes, ago. Uh, <laughs> wow! And I thought uh, I would yes, be fired for uh, FCC violations. Yes, our singer Adam Wolbert. He uh, he was a little too relaxed and uh, dropped a little f bomb, and we thought there was a it was on there, but I think we were able to recover. Yeah, I was able to dump it. I was freaking out, and you guys stayed after to like listen to the recording to see if it... that was hilarious. Um, Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good. Obviously, you know, I did not get fired, and I kept on with the show for five years. Uh, but yeah, man. So uh, things are a little bit different these days. You're in a band called Lasting. Uh, you're recording a bunch of bands. Um, well, let's go back to to March, okay? So uh, you okay? Uh, were you when when the pandemic hit? Were you in the middle of recording bands? Were you working with anyone as I, the lockdown was happening? I actually, <laughs> I, I actually work at uh, Showbox Market in Soto, um, and pretty much every music venue in Tacoma, the new Spanish Ballroom, mm-hmm. alma mater. Yeah, and uh, a lot of shows were happening. Uh, I got to work the Refuse show, nice. um, and I'm not really sure exactly what the last show I worked, but I was pretty much working live sound, um, okay. and then everything shut down before the actual shutdown of this country happened. Wow, so... Um, so yeah. yeah. How uh, how have you been yeah. coping, man? How how uh, how have you been staying busy and staying, uh, keeping your mind active well, and, and not freaking out? Uh, well, I mean, it's it is what it is. You just deal with it like life. You, you take it and keep on moving. Um, 
I've been occupying my time with uh, recording some solo stuff, um, working with some friends. Um, I just released an at the driving cover actually just 15 minutes ago. That's rad. Um, I, uh, you know, recording what I can in manner. Um, there are some live streaming that's taking over some of the live events while we can do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I actually got diagnosed with COVID-19 in April. So right when the show shut down, I got the virus. I was oh, sick sorry. for a month. I'm still kind of getting lingering uh, effects from it. Um, my landlord sold the house I'm living in, so I'm looking for a new place. So all kinds of things are happening. But honestly, it's a it could be worse. I could be really suffering like other people in the world are. So I'm, I'm grateful either way. Hey, man, if you can have that kind of kind of outlook uh that you just said like based on the just the, the few things that you mentioned uh then i i think you have a pretty solid foundation as like a if you can stay positive through all that man i think you have a pretty freaking thick skin uh wow i'll try try i mean <laughs> there's a lot to be mad about and there and it's all justified in different ways uh i we all fall into our way of uh, venting our frustrations yeah. easily on the internet and blah, 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 blah. But honestly, I'm trying my best, if I can, to just project positive stuff so, you know, we can pull through whatever we got to do, um, even for changes in the world, too. But whatever. I mean, it's a big, it's a really big thing happening on our shoulders right now. So we'll see how, how it goes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And it yeah, absolutely. So you've been um, doing some some live sound for uh, some some uh, streams, or yes, uh, Real Art Tacoma, one of the venues I helped um, uh, build up a bit. Um, they just got a live stream set up from some donations um, awesome. that they had gotten earlier this year. Um, Alma Mater Tacoma, another music venue in Tacoma mm-hmm. um, that I work at, they are getting one as well. I know Seattle is doing a lot of live streaming at some of the venues there. Um, so everybody's trying to jump on the bandwagon, so to speak. Um, not really sure where or how it's going yet because it hasn't quite happened. There's been one event, I think, uh, Punks in the Woods. Some people rented out the venue and used it to do that thing. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's slowly coming. It's, we're just trying to treat it properly, not rushing anything, um, and, uh, you know, see how, how it goes. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, uh, before we go into talking a little bit about this project called Lasting that we're going to be focusing on here, uh, why don't we... uh, So I mentioned that you have recorded some of the bands uh, that I've had over the last few years on Loud and Local. Uh, Off the top of your head, can you think of some of the bands you've recorded that have been featured on Loud and Local? Yes. Uh, I think one of the most recent ones I remember hearing on there was Midnight Movie. Yeah. Um, Sweet little pop-punk band. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the Helm or Das Helm, as they're calling themselves, were yeah. on there. I'm not really 100% sure on that. Definitely were. Um, uh, but there's, there's definitely a few. Um, I, it's it's weird to think about how long I've been doing it and how many bands are on the area and how small the world it is. So it's kind of turning into a blur at this point, kind of. Well, you certainly have quite the uh, you know resume as far as that goes. Let's let's. Uh, Go back to, you know, were you self-taught? Did you go to school for it? Uh, You know, what's kind of your, yeah, how did you learn the whole thing? So um, I actually moved here from New York back in 2006. And when I was over there, I was heavily involved in the music scene, um, early 2000s to that point. Mm -hmm. And I had a band up there. I started 
watching the studios we were going to. One of the studios we went to was uh, Nada Studios, John McClario. Uh, he's recorded like My Chemical Romance and Polar Bear Club and wow. you name uh, you know all those types of bands. And I watched him do it, and I kind of wanted to get into it. Uh, things kind of fell apart with the band there, and you know I lived there for a long time, so I, I felt like I needed to come over here. I have family over here, and as soon as I came over here, I immediately got you know connected with a lot of people and started uh, getting into the music scene, which was really happening at the time. Still is, but it's not quite the same. Um, and there's a lot of hardcore bands and punk bands and you know everything, even metalcore or whatever. Um, so I started trying to get into it and record bands from my garage. I think that was back in 2007 when I started doing that. So it's it's literally self-taught, watching YouTube, watching people do it, just getting into it and doing it. Um, so you, you listen back to some of those old recordings. I'm not really like sure they sound the greatest, but uh, now I'm in the studios and doing it. And I want to you know keep on passing on that so if other people are trying to do it. You know, it's really not that hard. If if you want to do it, you can do it. So. DIY. <laughs> so what's uh what's the studio that you're that you're currently working at? Uh, do you rent space or do you record out of your your uh, place or uh, do you have your own studio? What's the current operation deal? Uh, I think for the past four years now, maybe maybe five now. It's again time has been going fast. Yeah. Um, there's a studio I uh, got connected with. It's actually right across the street from Real Art Tacoma uh, called Decade Sound Studio. Um, and that owner um, pretty much let me rent out the place, which is pretty much what I my home base. So that's, that's where I've been at for a while awesome. now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm like taking over as like a lead engineer there, but I've been there for so long and doing so much it almost feels that way. But that's kind of pretty much where I'm at with that. And then Alma Alma Tacoma has a studio called Mothership Studio that mm-hmm. I that's where I recorded Lasting's record. Um, because I just wanted to try it out. It has a nice little vibe in there, some cool instruments. So, um, branching out a little bit, just trying things. If you had it your way, would it be your goal to have like a home studio, or do you do you like trying out different studios at different places, or would you, you know, end end goal? Would you love to have your own home base? I would love to have my own home base. I think every engineer or producer would like to have a place where they can just you know, kick up their feet and do their own thing, um, especially with their own vibe. I, I definitely mix and edit at my own home, even though it's not a studio, it's a, a bedroom, but I take that to the studio. Um, I do like going to other places as well, um, just because of what they have to offer or the ambience, or maybe even the band just wants to do something. Um, but yeah, if I had my own place, of course, I think I'd be happy about that. <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, so before we go into a couple songs from Lasting and, and we talk about that, uh, I, just to you know give give people a heads up, if they like what they hear on this and they and they like some of the music that you've done, you know you said, excuse me, Midnight Movie and uh, Das Helm and a few other bands that you've you've done a bunch of bands uh, that we featured on Loud and Local. How can they get a hold of you and and are you taking bookings currently or uh, is there uh, like kind of a process for that? Yeah, um, I have a website, um, AaronLanfor.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have a website that I'm going with, uh, LanforProductions at gmail.com. Um, I just got my LLC. Cool. So I'm kind of trying to take it a little more professional. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's also word, word of mouth. Um, I mean, if you reach out to me in any way, I'll respond to you. Um, 
the studio is available. It also does live streaming there. Um, so it's pretty much open. I know a lot of people are not working uh, currently or we're all still kind of shuttered from the pandemic. So we're, you know, case by case, just trying to see how it goes. No huge rush on anything. Not trying to get like 300 people in the studio to like start like <laughs> yeah. spitting on each other and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily there's a lot of ice. Luckily there's a lot of isolation in the studio. They have a lot of different rooms that we can just hide in if they need to. <laughs> nice. Uh, right on, man. Well, okay. So let's talk about lasting. So uh, this project is uh, your new band, um, and and I mean, and I say new. Uh, not really knowing how far back you guys go. Uh, the new album is called The Silent Scream. Uh, Ten songs available on Bandcamp now. Um, so first off, what are you doing lasting, and how long has the project been been around? I play bass. Um, it's actually a really open-ended project. Uh, it's with uh, Sky Chapman and Nolan Bailey. Um, they played in a band called Tigerhawk. Oh, yeah. Um, they... Uh, it's actually their their main baby that they invited me into. Okay. Um, they they actually moved to Portland recently too because of how all the changes are happening. Yeah. Um, but we're still you know we're still doing it of course. Um, they they've been jamming together um, after Tiger Rock kind of falling apart. Um, mm-hmm. And they want Sky and I have talked for many many years about jamming about doing post rock type stuff. When I was in low there, so he started actually doing it with his drummer Nolan. And last year, I think around summertime, if I recall, um, they invited me into it. And uh, it's, it's still pretty much a fresh band. We've only played two shows. Um, our first two shows, or only two shows, were with uh, Assertion. Um, uh, i trying to remember who's in that band. Justin Taminga and uh, William Goldsmith and um, Brian Gorder, they, uh, they invited us to play a show. So we, we've been trying to get into it so slowly. Um, kind of sitting on this record for a moment now. <laughs> what made you guys finally decide to, to put it out uh, during quarantine? Was there any, um, was there any like debate of to like hold off on it till you can play shows or were you just like, let's just put it out there? Yeah, we, we wanted to treat it proper. We were going to do a vinyl release. Um, we wanted to play some more shows to kind of get, you know, in everybody's attention and, uh, um, you know, release it, maybe a song at a time, you know, do the whole marketing thing or just have some fun with that whole idea, even though we might not be a super serious band that's touring or anything. Um, we're just kind of creating music as we go and having fun with it. Um, we recorded it at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and we were planning on releasing earlier this year, but again, pandemic, everything is, you know, upside down. So, yeah. Uh, we got to a point where we were like, well, we really want to just get this out there just because we've been sitting on it for a while. It's our first release. Maybe some people might enjoy it, and we could focus on writing some newer stuff if we can. Right on, man. Well, uh, so like I said, the album is available. It's called The Silent Scream. Uh, and, and where can people purchase the album? Uh, lasting PW Pacific Northwest at bandcamp.bandcamp.com so lastingpnw.bandcamp.com 
yeah, that's, that's how it is. <laughs> right on, man. All right, well, we're going to go into a couple songs, uh, Foreign Arms and A Blasphemous Arbiter, and we'll be back with more from Aaron Lanfor from Lasting and uh, a bunch of other rad stuff in Tacoma. So uh, we'll be back with him, and here's new music by Lasting. It's Loud and Local. Stay home sessions.
Foreign Arms, and the last one was A Blasphemous Arbiter, two brand new songs by La- uh, Lasting, a Tacoma band that has their uh, album available on Bandcamp, lastingpnw.bandcamp.com. I'm talking with Aaron Land for the bassist for the band. Uh, he, I believe, also recorded the album. Is that right? Yep. Uh, is it difficult for you to record your own band? Like, do you get kind of anal about it and, and like try to be like super, like, I don't know, picky and stuff. Is it hard to, to have your hands on, on the recording and also the playing? Sometimes, um, I don't try to be picky. I understand that everybody has, um, a place in a band and be able to do their thing. I mean, it's just like being in a band. Everybody should be uh, able to, you know, enjoy what they're playing and doing. Um, I'm not, I don't want to dictate or be like, put a stick over there and just, hey, do this. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> I've been doing it for a while and I kind of want to project, you know, be proud of what we've written and I want to record it as well as we can. And, you know, experiment. If we want to do like a lo-fi thing, then, you know, by all means, we'll try that. I'm not, I wouldn't want to like, just this is how it has to be i, w- I want to be able to be like hey we all can do what we want to do um so it's it's pretty open-ended um and we you know we we do have fun i i, I when i record i think the most difficult thing is i'm trying to play and record at the same time and then the other guys are watching me so the pressure goes everywhere everybody has pressure including myself <laughs> word well uh you know it's 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 uh, something that I wanted to ask because I, I, you know, I'm not a musician and I'm also not someone who records uh, music, but I, I, I think it would just be an interesting thing being uh, on both sides of it. But it, it's obviously something that you're comfortable with as you've done it several times now. So um, let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about uh, your background. And uh, before we do, why don't we uh, kind of loop a couple of the other m- members? So we're not speaking with all three members of lasting here, but uh, I do understand that they kind of give you a little heads up about maybe some of their inspiration, some of their, some of their favorite bands, kind of their background. Um, and uh, yeah, would, uh, would you like to kind of j- jump in with uh, some of the stuff that they wanted to, to make sure what got out there in the interview? Yeah. They, uh, they expressed to me some, some things that they felt like I can convey for them. Um, cause obviously they can't be on the phone right at the moment. Yeah. Um, Sky, uh, Chapman, he, he and I actually met, I think 10 years ago, maybe more or less. Um, and I don't recall the band that he was in at the moment. Um, I did record them in my basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, but over the years he and I, you know, we, we talked about post rock music cause he, he showed me something one time and then it just kind of sparked a conversation. And then at the time I was playing in low there and, that whole time, he's he was always showing me a lot of he has a lot of music, a lot of material on it, but he never really was able to act on it um, okay. with other people. He was always doing his own thing, uh, but he uh, he played in a lot of hardcore and metalcore type bands. Um, and then again, like I was saying earlier, he uh, he started with um, and a couple other guys called Tigerhawk, mm-hmm. and that was taken off for a bit. Um, but a lot of the music that he definitely appreciates, uh, like This Will Destroy You, Mogwai, Maybe She Will, um, Boards of Canada, God is an Astronaut, you name it. Like pretty much every post-rock band, um, 
he uh, he takes a lot of influences from those. Um, with his hardcore influences like Converge, Kurt Ballou is a huge influence on him. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of other uh, acts, but combining those together, the ambience and the heaviness, which you can kind of hear that in Tiger Rock. He definitely has a little bit of a chaos in the, the ambience and some of that stuff. Um, but um, Nolan, who's also very talented, he sings, he plays guitar, he plays drums, piano. Wow. Um, he plays a lot of piano on this record. Um, he uh, He's pretty much in the same boat, but he's actually a little more new to the post-rock realm. He he uh, he hasn't listened to as much of post-rock music that we have. We're playing instrumental music, and get you can get lost in that pretty easily, and we all... <laughs> They all have our moments, so we're all still trying to get used to that uh, dynamic between us. But he, one of his favorite is in Cambria. Okay. And uh, he, uh, there's actually a funny, interesting tidbit about Lasting. There's a story behind the record and the band itself, like a really an actual like novel of sorts that he's writing. <laughs> nice. We haven't released it yet. It was supposed to supposed to come out with the record, but you know we're all so busy with life and trying to survive in different ways. It's kind of on the back burner at the moment, but he is—he definitely has a lot uh, put together. But because of Coheed, there's a lot of story behind their music, mm-hmm. the comic book stuff and everything. Um, it's kind of a, in the same vein. Um, we have a story with this record, that a day, and kind of tie it all together. Uh, but that's that's his part of the whole um, major influence in, in music with us. Awesome, man. Well, I look forward to, to, to reading that novel slash, you know, comic book or whatever comes out uh, to, to, to tie it all together with lasting. And, and what about you, man? What's your influence? Uh, what are you... um, At the drive-in was a huge band that got me into playing music, um, especially for the time we were living in. Um, it was like the nirvana of my generation, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, just kind of jump forward a lot of underground bands to blowing up and doing things. Um Refuse is another one I like. Um, Appleseed Cast, as far as post rock and indie rock bands. Um, Botch. I mean, you name it, I pretty much like it all. Uh, Minus the Bear is a huge one. Um, uh, (laughs) I don't know. it, It goes on. Nice, right on, man. Well, uh, if you, if you go to uh, lastingpnw.bandcamp.com and you and you purchase the album, you'll notice that they have a, you also have a really cool album cover. Uh, not just the music, but the album cover is pretty rad. And uh, why don't you shout out the artists that you worked with for the album cover? Yeah, uh, one of our friends, uh, awesome um, artist who does a lot of posters in Seattle. Um, he's been doing some album art recently. Uh, Brian Kim, he plays a witch ripper. Um, yeah, he actually Brian's did awesome. album art for. There's a another band I recorded called uh, Gas Meal. He just did some artwork for that. Um, but his, his stuff is really awesome. We wanted to, I wanted to work with him in some way, um, you know, whether it's my solo stuff or this. So I, you know, hit him up and uh, we did a little collaboration and uh, put a little art together. It's actually a full poster, and that's just a piece of it. Um, again, we were trying to do a vinyl, but uh, maybe in the future we'll put it all together. Cool, man. Yeah, you did a good job on that. Uh, well, you, you originally, you said you grew up on the East Coast, and, and that's kind of where you fell in love with recording, and then you moved over to Tacoma. What made you want to make the move? Oh, um, I actually lived in Tacoma area in the 80s. Oh, okay. Seven. So I was here for a, a good part of my life. Um, 
when I was younger. Uh, my mom split up. You know, I go with my dad. My mom stays here with my sister. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a East Coast West Coast connection. Family split. Um, being out on the East Coast, going to high school, growing up there, getting involved in the scene, um, and then like just feeling like I need to actually take a change in my life to try something. Because you know, you get stagnant once in a while, especially if you're younger. You're kind of not sure what you're trying to do. Totally. Uh, I felt like it'd be a good idea to like go over here and just revisit this area, which um, worked out pretty well so far. Right on, man. Well, uh, I, I do want to go into another song here uh, by Lasting uh, from the album, but uh, I wanted to ask you specifically because it seems like 2020 has given you a lot of grief. Uh, you know, you said you did get COVID. Uh, you lost your jobs with the venues for the time being, um, and and a lot of things that you've gone through. Uh, you know, uh, your your landlord sold your house, but you're still standing, and you seem to have a pretty positive outlook um, wh- about things. Like you mentioned, um, do you have any advice for anyone that might be got, kind of going through it? Uh, and and what's kind of helped you uh, remain, you know, steadfast and and somewhat positive. Well, that's, it's hard to kind of go through that. Um, and again, I, it could be worse. I see people in my city and even in, yeah, in other parts of the country. So, I mean, that's in America. There's places around the world where people have literally nothing or they might be going through a war or something else. You never know. Yeah. Um, so, like, you always, I always try to think in the back of my mind that, you know, I still have it pretty good regardless um, and I guess ultimately it just comes down to a mental discipline, which is hard for a lot of people too. That's just me. So you, I can't just apply it to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, try your best to just try to think about your perspective and in, in life, um, where you're at and where you could go and your options. And even if it is like really tough out there, um, you know, if you could find friends or family, it could help you. If not, um, can you do to help elevate yourself or help other people? Cause that can also help you never know. Um, just try to try, try your best to look at the other, uh, other things in life, have a big, have a big mindset. Um, and stay humble. I like that, man. Well, thank you very much for those words. And I appreciate it. I, I certainly appreciate the music and I appreciate you, you know, staying active and, and creating cool Absolutely. art and uh, helping bands create this cool art. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in some of the live streams that he's going to be doing or some of the bands that he uh, is recording or you just want to give him a follow, uh, again, his name's Aaron Landfor. Uh, you might get some some random people, uh, you know, adding you on social media if they want to follow you, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, again... I uh, and I appreciate... <laughs> Oh, absolutely, man. I uh, I look forward to, to seeing you in, in person sometime down the road. But for now, you know, we got to do it this way. And uh, thanks, man. We got, we're going to go into a God Circuit. Um, is there anything you want to say about this song or any shout-outs or thank yous? Uh, this song is epic. It's the album, so we had to go big on it. Um, I wanted to thank you especially, uh, especially for helping local bands, um, having us on here, having me on here. My pleasure. You're um, welcome. And thanks to everybody else out there still doing it. You know, keep keep it up. Right on, man. Thanks a lot, Aaron. Here is God's Circuit by Lasting.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.